The IDP Pros Podcasts on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network are brought to you by Bird Dog Shorts. Dominate summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com backslash pool. That's birddogs.com backslash pool. The IDP Pro Players Pod is a proud member of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, home of the hottest, smartest, and fastest-growing sports gambling and fantasy football providers in professional sports entertainment to date. And now, without any further delay, here's your veteran, infamous No Dirty O in season and senior IDP pros, Johnny the Greek and Gary, the IDP tipster, coming off the edge as always with their deepest standard league NFL defensive takes. Welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. My name is Johnny the Greek. I am joined this week, freshly back from vacation, the man, the myth, the legend, the IDP tipster, Mr. Gary Van Dyke. Gary, how are you? How was your vacation? It was terrific, man, but I got to tell you, I didn't drink one lick of liquor or beer or anything in Amish country, and I can tell you right now, I'm feeling a little parched. Jesus. Well, welcome back to civilization. and. This week, we have a very special guest. If you are on IDP Twitter, you know who this is. He is Sean8386 on Twitter, at Sean, S-H-A-W-N, 8386. He's a writer at IDP Nation. He's a known degenerate, and he is one of the best damn IDP players I have ever encountered. He gives me a run for my money every season in every league we're in. Sean, how are you, sir? Man, I am doing great. Happy to be here. Oversold me a little bit, but all right. (laughs) <laughs> man i was excited me and you have talked over the years at twitterverse or whatever and that, that mm-hmm. hellhole that we call twitterverse sometimes on fantasy football big community love y'all but you know you know it's kind of like the big happy family thing you kind of feel like it's a mafia family it's the <laughs> wise guys in the back but as we're going man sean i was excited to get you on here i believe we were in some leagues maybe a long yeah. time ago mfl yeah, I was very familiar, so I was excited. We kind of lost touch here for a little bit. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, man, thanks for having me. And I'll say, Gary, you are the only person I have ever seen stream defensive tackle efficiently week after week. Down, down. Like, well, it thank is an you, art. Stick around because I'm getting ready to reveal my next article, believe it or not. I'm revealing the first three steps of my, the five steps I use. I'm giving out the first three. They're the easiest. It's a basic bland way that anybody can actually use these three steps and, and, and make a determination on their own without going outside of the realm and getting confused by rankings, which can't always sort who you're available or especially if they're close. So along with Johnny, he's bringing on his corners, his defensive backs, man. I'm excited, Sean, but because this is about you. So I'm going to let Johnny do his thing. (laughs) It wouldn't be a show if Gary didn't derail it. So good Uh to have you back. (laughs) (laughs) I kid. I love him. All right. Let's start with the one piece of news we give a shit about this week. Patriots agree to terms with linebacker Jawan Bentley. Any interest? He's an LB3 for me most of the time. You can get him later in drafts. If he goes higher than that, I don't want any part of him. That Patriots defense is tough to predict year after year. 
but three, four, I'll go, I'll take a shot on him every time. Deep leagues, yeah, he has value. Shallow leagues, waiver wire at best. All right, that's all the news for this week. Nothing crazy. Uh, let's get into some background on Sean, and then we're going to talk about the AFC East also. So, Sean, how did you get your start? When did you start playing fantasy and uh, IDP more specifically? Yeah, so fantasy happened somewhere around 2000, 2001. Started out NFL.com, ESPN, all the all the regular sites back then. And then I found IDP, I think, on ESPN about a year, two years in. Then I found it on Yahoo, and it just kept escalating. I loved it. Defensive players, I was hooked on that quick. They're my favorite players watching football anyway, watching guys light up other guys, picking them off, getting fumbles. I just love defense in general. And uh, when I found IDP in fantasy, I was hooked. I've been hooked ever since. We were talking about platforms before we kicked off here. What What is your favorite platform, your favorite format, all things being even? Yeah, all things being even, it's MFL by a mile. They're so customizable. They have every position you want. If you don't like their settings, you can change them yourself. You can't get that anywhere else. Yahoo still has a soft spot in my heart. They, they were my first IDP love. So never forget your first. And John still plays. I have maxed yeah. out on leagues. Oh, yeah. We're, we're in a bunch together. Yeah, we, uh, we do the max eight that they let you yep. every year. The max eight. That's all they let you have is eight leagues. Really? They have. I didn't even know they. It's been a yeah, long yeah. time since I've been on there, and I don't think I ever made it to eight before I <laughs> kind of failed. I was kind of a, a little bit more of an ESPN guy, man. But yeah, MFL, it's sweet. Excellent. We love MFL over here. Absolutely. Uh, and all things being even, Sean, what's your typical strategy when you're looking at startups, uh, best balls, uh, things like that when it comes to the IDP side of things? I am hammering linebacker early, in the middle, and late. Now, I do like to give me a uh, top edge right after probably that first elite linebacker. I will go with the next best available edge rusher. And then I'm back to hammering linebackers. Safeties, they'll come later on, try to get another decent high floor. Stream some defensive tackles, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> I'm pretty good at getting them a week too late or too early. So I do my best. <laughs> yeah corners i'm streaming them all year we've talked about that recently just the, uh, the the number of three down linebackers is just you know shrinking every season so i think more and more people are heading that way have you experienced a pair of bird dogs yet well bird dog shorts look good on everyone bird dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg giving you a truly sculpted look Bird Dogs shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they feel and fit so much better than regular shorts. You know the ones that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton? Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Bird Dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you can get a much slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. And Bird Dogs use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Ain't that a huge bonus, fellas? Our guys get dogged enough, so why not give the sweaty fellas the fit, feel, and the Bird Dogs they really need this summer just head over to birddogs.com forward slash pool and enter promo code pool for a free yeti style tumbler with your order that's birddogs.com forward slash pool for a free yeti style tumbler and the idp pros promise that you'll never want to take your bird dogs off unless you get another pair of course 
I think it's more old school. It's what we've seen probably prior to the surge of like 2016, 17 or something, maybe 2018. I think it, I don't know, balanced format between IDP scoring kind of got hijacked, got a hashtag slapped to it about that same point. Also started changing in the NFL to where they were using less and less linebackers. So, you know, our dependencies kind of switched for us based off of what the NFL did, not what we set up scoring-wise. It really doesn't matter. You're going to have to adjust at least in your drafting. So I totally get it, man. Used to be all linebacker, and then I went all D. I still like my one edge rusher or Parsons or something, number one, you know. But, you know, after that, yeah, I'm right back on the boat. I'm getting on those linebackers again. Because they're getting scarcer and scarcer, just like you guys talking about. Yeah, the NFL got faster. They got smaller, and the passing game blew open the running game. I mean, there's only a handful of teams that can run the ball efficiently each week. And even then, it's like, say, there's only a couple linebackers. It used to be three or four linebackers you could get on each team. You know, back when there was, you know, the early days of the three fours and all that, you could get Mm – two high tackle volume guys plus two others that were rushing and still getting plenty of tackles. And now it's one on a lot of teams. Some of them have two viable options. It's gets dirty after linebacker. I think you was getting ready to talk about some running backs. I was going to say, I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to do it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 He says running teams. I'm like, all right, man, go ahead. Go ahead. It's not in season. All right. Now, No, those are great points right there. Yeah, we, we have to adapt as the NFL changes, no doubt there. I did want to ask you this. This is a question I added midweek when I saw this. I saw you just published your first article for IDP Nation. Can you tell us what that was like for you? Because I've been telling you to write for a long time because you're, you're damn good at this and you know what you're doing. So how would you get talked into it? What was the article about? Writing is not easy for me. It's nothing that comes very natural. And I found that out very quick when I sit here in front of the computer and was like, all right, topic, uh, like, so it took a while to, to get anything flowing, but yeah, it's IDP nation our our good buddy, Hollywood talking with him. You do know that when he hears this and you say something about streaming corners, he just got done giving uh, John shit about that, like two shows ago. So <laughs> they give you shit about that one too. Uh, giving shit to Hollywood is what we live for. All right. That's, that's, one of the highlights uh, of my my day but yeah so we got talking one day and it was uh it just kind of happened i was like hey man i'll i'll try to write for you if you want uh i know he's been kind of short-handed everything everybody's got lives right now it's summertime football season's kind of back burner for a lot of folks so i jumped in there came up with it's kind of like a sleeper article i'm calling it hidden gems is when i think sleepers i'm thinking guys that could jump up to let's say lb1 from being drafted LB3, 4, somewhere around there. So this hidden gem concept was more of somebody that's going later than that. So say an LB3, 4, maybe even undrafted. I don't expect them to to be a top 15 guy, but I expect them to be very solid, a 2, maybe LB3, somewhere around there. Uh, And the first guy I went with was actually Carl Granderson from the Saints. Haven't seen a whole lot of articles or anything on him. It's one guy I'm really targeting later in drafts. I see a great opportunity for him. I actually got Jordan oh, Fuller up there right. yesterday, I think. So he's he's kind of next on that one. Another guy completely overlooked. 
Nobody's yeah. looking at him. He was injured. He stays injured quite a bit. Next one will be Robert Spillane for the Raiders. Oh, yeah. I love him, man. That's some deep ball. Again, you know, shallow mm-hmm. leagues is probably not going to apply to these folks. But, yeah, deep leagues, that, that's where I stay. So that's that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> D-Gen <laughs> deep in. Yeah, exactly. What good is football content if it doesn't cover both sides of the ball? The SGPN IDP pros have you covered on defense, but we have more to offer than just IDP. Check out our flagship podcast, the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast with Emerson Beery and Justin Bruni. Follow that up with a chaser of old-fashioned football with your hosts, Justin and Miranda Mark. All of the SGPN podcasts pride themselves on their actionable content. They bring the research and analysis you need to win. So help support SGPN and download the SGPN app and catch all of our premium football content. That, hey, that's good <laughs> stuff. So what was it about Granderson that, uh, that made you pick him as the first guy? The way he finished last year with, you know, Peyton Turner hurts, Marcus Davenport, he hasn't really done much. Granderson came in right away. He was solid all season. Not a lot of sacks. Tackles were there. Any game he played, I want to say over 50%. He was he was putting up very solid numbers for you. And it just kind of went under the radar. Peyton Turner, he, he's done nothing. He's a bust as far as I'm concerned. Davenport's gone. Cameron First Jordan bust. isn't getting any younger over there. Yeah. Yeah. Bust after bust. Uh, and then this guy, you know, he had some trouble back in college. And I think he was actually suspended his first, you know, rookie season. Otherwise, he would have went higher in the drafts. And he's just kind of snuck on the team. He's in a contract year. When else is a guy going to go off? He needs that money. That whole division is nothing but ro- young rookie quarterbacks right now. No! Lines, they're okay, but they're not great offensive lines there. That's He's going to eat this year, I think. I'm looking for double-digit sacks out of this guy probably 50 60 tackles not somebody you can get late in the draft possibly undrafted looking at sleeper right now and there's only two guys they even got listed in blended league uh and that's warner and jordan being drafted so we're also missing i think uh john brought up uh honey badger before about his mm-hmm. adp being pretty low and being a good value and i don't know about marcus may or anything but yeah granderson's not even on the map is he that's what i mean you take a guy like jordan fuller over for the rams similar scenario contract year taylor rapp's gone nick scott's gone nobody in front of him nobody behind him that whole defense has been kind of ravaged uh they're gonna get thrown at he's he's good against the run he doesn't get you a lot of interceptions or anything, but as long as he's r- running out there making tackles for you, that's what your team needs. Uh-huh. You need tackles. Big plays are nice, but if you're getting the tackles, you're, you're hanging in there. I like that, man. I like that call for more of a good standard. You know, I, I think I think you can hit DL1 numbers and keep a consistency to keep our attention, don't you? I think so. Yeah, those are some beautiful calls. Everyone, please make sure you go check out that article series that he's putting out. Uh, that's on, what is that, on idpnation.com, Sean? Yep, idpnation.com. Yes, sir. All right, and before we get to our AFC East talk this week, we wanted to talk about some of the crazy-ass leagues we're in. Uh, Sean, so we're in a few together. What's your favorite one, and what's the concept behind it? Oh, man, so I'm a big fan of IDP-only league. The more IDP players we can get in there, the better. Those are my favorite. I could play those the rest of my life. 
IDP only. Then I got my buddy Johnny here oh! coming up with these circus clown show free agent whatever <laughs> crazy ass league where you know there's no bench. It's full offense, full IDP, three corners, I think two defensive tackles, no bench. So <laughs> choices get made. Like hard Dude. choices. Who am I dropping? Yeah. Just <laughs> just you know, the safety that a bench provides, you don't really you don't appreciate it until you don't have it. <laughs> Right, right, and right, I'm pretty right. sure I just got my ass kicked all, all last year. And then the the new one is what start one player at each position. Right. So everyone's gonna have great teams, but there's also uh no bench there either. So it's, right. it's everyone everyone's gonna have perfect teams, but which team is the most perfect to win? <laughs> <laughs> I will be getting an invite, won't I? <laughs> They're, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get you an invite. They're He's on like, Yahoo, yeah, though. I guess I'll make another league since I didn't invite you to the first one. I know what the fuck's up, man. Well, you're you're not on Yahoo. <laughs> the IDP Pros Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite Major League Baseball and College Baseball player props. So many ways to win over on Underdog and active in so many states. Head on over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, good stuff there. All right, let's get into some AFC East talk this week, and we'll just go team by team here. And Gary, tell me if I'm wrong on this. We're looking at the guys we want from each position and then talking about ADP, if you think the price is right or wrong, or what do you think? Right. Well, according to what I'm looking at here on the FTN fantasy, where they're supplying the, apparently the most up-to-date sleeper ADP. I mean, I'm kind of astounded just looking through these. So I thought it would be worth it for the standard league managers to, you know, sleepers, Unfortunately, probably the really best place for the novice to start. We've talked about that. So let's talk about the players that should be be uh, like Wilkinson. Uh, he's being undervalued. Let's find those undervalued guys. Let's find those guys that their that their ADPs uh, just right, you know, or just completely missing off the board. Let's just do a little bit of examining between them and the death chart and what we knew about who is really going to be producing an IDP off of there. Beautiful. All right. That's a great explainer right there. I like that. All right. Let's start with the bills. Let's start with linebackers. Uh, Sean, you want to take us away first here? Who are some linebackers you're interested in the bills? Are there any guys that you think their ADP is too high, too low, etc.? So Matt Milano is probably the only one I'm considering right now, just based on not knowing who's going to be the other man there. I'm not ready to just trust the rookie Williams just yet. So Milano, I would expect him to be in that LB2 territory. He's okay. He's nothing great, but his tackle numbers are usually pretty solid. I'm looking and wondering why in the hell Greg Ruscio has got that much upside over Matt Milano that there's almost a full round between them, and he's apparently coming off the board first. I mean, I see the guy's upside, but even in a redraft, he ain't got that much redraft that I'm not going to go ahead and go for Matt Milano. So looking at that ADP, I'm really questioning what's happening there. Maybe we have that DL thing hitting too hard still, or, or 
Well, how is Von Miller not above that? Mm. Yeah, Von Miller's not, not even, even on the list. list. No. We've got to consider that these have got to be all standard league. You know, they're, they're not diving that deep in this ADP as we'd like to see. But if mm-hmm. you open up all the way, you know, we, we can see the whole landscape of everybody's being drafted. Right now, we're only looking at the Buffalo players in this. And they're only listening three. Where would you put Von Miller? I mean, surely over Ruzio or not? I mean, let's talk about some of these players that are on here. You're sitting there with Ed Oliver's back. Uh, let's see. A.J. Clyde. I got a little bit of interest in him. Can he be a sneaky play whatsoever in deeper formats as a, as a middle linebacker play? Maybe a two-thumb thumper. I mean, is, am I shooting from the hip here? I'm yep. with you. That's very viable. I mean, because all we know right now is Matt Milano is one of the linebackers. I assume Terrell Dotson will be the next one because the, the Bills were very unique in which starting linebacker was injured as to which backup took over. Like they they have they see their guys as this is your position this is your backup, not a this is the top backup second backup it's this position's backup, mm-hmm. which uh, I find intriguing. They're they're the only team that really did that. Looking at that, Dotson would be the next guy in that position. Now you got Williams coming in. He's a rookie. Can you ever take him? I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen anything very definitive in camps or anything. And then AJ Klein, he's been there before. He's a very solid veteran. You know, so if any of those guys start slipping up, sure, he'll come in there. Like I said, those early downs, run support and whatnot. And then probably when we're down to single linebacker sets, it'll just be Milano. So that's that's the only way I can see it really panning out right now. Milano's the only one I'm interested. I yeah. agree. Beautiful. Any thoughts on the defensive backs? You guys into Poyer or Hyde this year? I've been getting Hyde late in a lot of places. Uh, that's fine as like a safety four, DB four type guy for me. Yeah, Poyer's still a top ten guy, I'd say. Especially now, you know, with the offenses that they're going up against, they're pretty loaded in that division right now. In fact, the whole AFC is getting pretty loaded. I would imagine that means more tackle opportunities. And then again, with kind of mediocre linebacker play in front of him more tackle opportunities so yeah porter poyer i'm big on Hyde's probably a good one too uh especially if you got him that late i don't see debar hamlin being a big thing this year be kind of cool to see that happen i'm actually keeping my own taylor rap too because it was actually targeting him at the point when they didn't think that they was going to have poyer back so i think rap's probably just as capable and we do know there's going to be some weaker play in front of in the linebacker, just like you said. And they're not hitting home with their pressures. Mm-hmm. There is, I mean, Von Miller, how many sacks did he have? Did he lead them last year? Uh, he got I'm injured. Not sure if there was anybody with any even sniffing double digits, were they? Until they start hitting home, yeah, there's going to be a lot more opportunity. I was really happy in a best ball draft just recently, a couple of weeks ago or so. He slipped down. I mean, he he was falling out of that. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't take uh, DBs until like, you know, last seven rounds. Right. He, he was available like my first pick back there. Yeah, you know, of course, this is amongst some guys that, you know, know what they're doing, but I'm still saying he slipped. So I was kind of shocked. Looking right. at New England, what do you think, Sean? ADP-wise on sleeper, Duggar's fallen under Matthew Jude, in which I think, John, I mean, couldn't you agree? We we would probably agree that Judon probably be the first one off at this point. 
oh, anyhow. Yeah. Yep. Right. So I, we're going to discard the Christian Gonzalez whole deal there. I'm not <laughs> That's really, really sure. Right there. Yeah, exactly what it is. Then we're listening to Ooch, which I guess he had a last push, right? Is there anybody off of here that, I mean, I, I'm not even going to talk about Marcus Jones, but is there anybody on here that just really stands out that you, you're kind of surprised if this was a deep D-Gen standard sleeper league? You know, if this is somebody that there's should be on somebody's roster towards the end or something for value, who would you suggest? I mean, Judon, I expect him to be a top guy, top 10 edge rusher. I mean, dude's been solved the last, what, four years? Put up mm-hmm. crazy quarterback hit numbers. Probably the best one out there that I can recall off the top of my head. After that, it's hard to trust anybody on the Patriots. Just the way they scheme week after week, the way Belichick likes to move his players around, rotate the lines around, even the linebackers. You go back to talking about Jawan Bentley. Is there's no guarantee he plays 75, 80% of the snaps. So Judon's the only one I really trust. Kyle Duggar, maybe. But again, they've got probably three or four safeties they could rotate around there. John, how about you, man? You got any deep dart throws here before we leave them? No, no, it's the same guys we always talk about. Dietrich Wise would be your deep dart throw, but Judon and Duggar are the two you can count on if you want to go corner. It's Jonathan Jones, not Marcus Jones, especially with this change to the kickoff rule that just happened this year. Uh, And that's it. You can't trust anyone else on this team. So, Ooch or Wise, if you're throwing that deep dart, who would, between the two, who would you like? Between- Wise. That's that's a true coin flip for me. I'm, I'm avoiding it completely. Yep. Even deep yep. deep leagues, I'm, I'm just staying away. If I can't have Judon yep. or Duggar, like I said, Bentley maybe in that linebacker four range, maybe low three. Outside yep. of that, I, I'm, I'm staying away completely. I don't trust it. Well, completely. you're right now, brother. You're out here. You're writing your podcast, and you're going to start getting those questions, and you're going to get those answers about or questions about teams like the Patriots, and you're going to be like, got to make a Patriot decision. <laughs> the answer is punt. Uh, punt. The Patriots. punt. There right, you go. Always, always punt the Patriots. Hey, all you crazy IDP fans. We are hosting the IDP Pro's Breast Cancer Awareness Giveaway, where you can win a Roquan Smith Baltimore Ravens jersey. All you have to do to enter is donate $3 or more to any nationally recognized cancer organization and post a pic of your donation with the hashtag IDPROS. That's hashtag IDPPros. The drawing will be held on August 24th. Find more information on this podcast Twitter page or on any of your favorite IDP Pros accounts. Enter today and help us bring cancer to its knees. Let's uh let's move on to Miami, which uh Sean, this is actually your favorite team. So while we got you here, let's get a season prediction and a short take on them from you. Did you did you like their offseason? What do you think their chances are this year? So I see them making it all the way to the AFC championship game and probably losing that. <laughs> Realistically, yeah. but no, I, I can see them going very deep in the playoffs. I would love for them to win the Super Bowl. I really would, but yeah. there, there's, there's some tough teams in the AFC. The defense yeah. is young. I really like how they built that team. I'm excited for Big Fangio to come in and see what he comes up with. Who are some of the guys? Obviously, Jalen Phillips, but uh, who else do you like on this defense? Dude, Christian Wilkins is a tackling machine. I think he has. 
170, 180 tackles the last two years combined. Crazy tackling numbers. Uh, Zach Sealer, I mean, he's really good too as far as stuff in the run. Really good run defense up front with those two guys. I'm not super excited about Bradley Chubb being there. Uh, it's okay. I feel like he was overpaid. Jalen Phillips, I'm looking for him to go off this year. Maybe finish in the top 10 or so. I think we're all really expecting a lot. We're all excited about that. Cornerback-wise, they look pretty stacked. Defensive backs, I'm expecting less tackles from those guys this year. Probably more interceptions. I think they'll have more big play opportunities. Going with that you know, too high look. I don't see the, the tackles there for Javon Holland this year at all. Deshaun Elliott coming over. It's not super exciting. It's curious. I wonder if they'll put all three safeties out there very much or if they'll stick with just the kind of the two deep. And then the, going back to the corners, drafting Cam Smith, I believe it was. Not really sure how he's going to fit in there. Cater Kohu, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. He was he was big for me last year. Uh, big for the Dolphins as uh, kind of that nickel guy at all. So I, I'm excited. Yeah, they got what it could take to shut those guys down on the backside in the uh, secondary and up front, they can stuff a run. It's the linebackers that are probably more worrisome. David Long, I love the dude. He just can't stay healthy. I, I would like to see him stay healthy, give us a full season. Uh, if he does, he could be in that top 12, 15 range, I think. Jerome Baker, he's okay, but he's he's just not not the guy. on the ball. Yeah, good good stuff right there. And, yeah, they've got a loaded cornerback room, no doubt there. But uh, this ain't the time or the place. Uh, Gary, what do you think? Any guys that stick out here for you? You're looking at the ADP. Anything that sticks out that looks weird? Or what do you think? Well, Jalen Ramsey is actually the first IDP off the board, apparently. And then Christian Wilkinson, uh, Jim Jalen Phillips, uh, Holland. Then it goes to Chubb. And then here comes Baker with no David Long listed. That's the show what everybody believes. James Baker's, yeah, he, he's probably done here. So there's a lot of that value there. If you can go get long, you're, you know, I, I'm not sure what round. What, what would you guys think? LB3 going for long, long and thinking, you know, hoping for LB2 maybe better. Is that risky? I'd say that's pretty fair. Late two, early Is three. It? Yeah. I, I kind of like that. Out of Wilkinson's and Ramsey and Phillips, who in the hell should actually be the first IDP probably off the board? I would say Phillips. Well, it depends. Are we playing a baby sleeper league or a grown-ups league? If it's a grown-ups league, it's Christian Wilkins. If it's baby sleeper, it's Jalen Phillips. I can't follow that up with anything better than that, so we might as well move the fuck on now. All right, let's move on to the Jets, where very interesting team, mostly on the offensive side, but a very solid defense here. Sean, who are the guys that stick out to you on the Jets? Are you getting any deals? you see any ADP that you think might be off a little bit? Uh, what are your thoughts? I feel Sauce Gardner there is probably too high. That's just not – I'm not trusting the corner that high up in any draft. Quentin Williams should probably be the top two, maybe three at worst defensive tackle taken off the board. Um, Mosley, another top 10 guy. And Williams, probably the most solid number two guy on any team. He's a really good floor. When you look at, I think, what he scored last year, just a, a normal 
balanced IDP league. I think he had probably one of the top 10 highest floors of any player, which uh, you can't beat that. And it looks like you're getting pretty late right now. Yeah, he did, he did a lot of that on less than ideal playing time, too, which is kind of wild, right? Like, mm -hmm. this guy did not play full snaps, and he gave us full snaps production, which is a beautiful thing. Which means when he's on the field, he's 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 throwing down. Absolutely. What about the safety situation there? Bit of a dumpster fire. Any uh, take on that? I was excited for uh, Chuck Clark to come over and, and see what he was going to do there. I believe it was an ACL injury. He's already taken him out, so that leaves us, what, Jordan Whitehead? I believe Adrian Amos coming yep. in another another Packer. Yeah. Uh, he's not very exciting, but he's he's been a very solid safety for years. But he's going to fit in just right, just yeah. blend in. Yeah, that's what he's going to. He's going to blend. The Packers in. East are are looking like pretty solid defense, actually. Uh, I, I think I would take Whitehead. Yeah, I love that one. I, I think he ha he has a good chance of the second year in the system doing a little adjustment. You know, I, I like that call. That's a good call. Nice. And Gary, what about you? Uh, who are some of your favorite guys here? Anything stick out to you? Man, we spent so much time in the past cracking on Quincy Williams, you know, and, you know, how bad he is and everything, man. But I got to give the guy kudos. He's got his ass paid. He's, he's kind of with the contract like he got for three years he i think he was actually one of the best paid linebackers in free agency of this year which speaks volumes considering if you look at it on paper hey you know I, i'm gonna buy into that a little bit you know and i i mean i'm gonna throw him in this list of somebody that i've got a lot of interest in some linebacker two potential you know so if I might take him over or or maybe uh, let him slide down if he is. He's not sliding too far because Mosley's going to 11 and uh, Quincy Williams is going 311 overall. So I guess that is quite a few rounds. That's that IDP tier between standard and DGEN, I guess, right? <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts on the Jets? Any, any, what about Jermaine Johnson, uh, Will McDonald? Any, any interest from either of you fellas on those guys? You got who John Franklin Myers, I think, lingering around. That's, it looks like a really good NFL team on defense. I, I don't know that you could trust that line for fantasy. I'm not trusting the rookie right away. I can't really trust Carl Lawson to stay healthy and put up any kind of numbers. I mean, he's, knocking on the door but he just hasn't bust through it yet so i think i'll actually avoid that i avoid more players than i actually go get i think but uh that freaking it, strategy works if from you know most of these people that yeah. are listening to us don't actually know like you was mentioning we've talked about it before on the show but a lot of these people don't really understand how the patriots don't fucking produce anybody you know or very many same thing with the jets and that line so bringing that up is a great point they can be the athlete of the year but if they're not hitting home for idp it doesn't big, matter how big of an nfl fan i am i still gotta tell you we're playing a freaking fantasy game man and i like johnson coming in this year uh didn't they just get another rookie though he'll probably just clutter yeah. the mix probably just clutter the mix get some rotation but, uh, you know, the best thing that we could probably see is Carl Lawson released or something. But, I, I, unfortunately, I think they might have restructured that contract for a year. I, I don't know. 
but they they really need some edge rush. If they could get that, then well, then Mosley wouldn't be the king right now. <laughs> You're right. Probably the best linebacking group of the AFC East. Mm, yeah, no argument there. Definitely. Have you experienced a pair of bird dogs yet? Well, bird dog shorts look good on everyone. Bird dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dogs shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they feel and fit so much better than regular shorts. You know the ones that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton? Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Bird dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you can get a much slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. And bird dogs use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Ain't that a huge bonus, fellas? Our guys get dogged enough, so why not give the sweaty fellas the fit, feel, and the bird dogs they really need this summer? Just head over to birddogs.com forward slash pool and enter promo code pool for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com forward slash pool for a free Yeti-style tumbler. And the IDP pros promise that you'll never want to take your bird dogs off. Unless you get another pair, of course. I don't know if you got any locked and loaded, but knowing you, I think you do. You got any sleepers that you got your eye on this season? Any guys that you've been getting deals on this offseason? Yeah, that goes back to the Carl Granderson. Jordan Fuller's a, another guy that he's probably going to go undrafted in a lot of leagues. He's just completely forgotten. So, yeah, he can he can put up very solid safety to probably middle safety two, maybe even high safety two, if he's healthy. And then Robert Spillane, another guy that's going undrafted, an afterthought. Everybody sees uh, Diablo sitting there, and they're we're all in love with that guy, right? He hasn't stayed healthy. Uh, Spillane was, I believe, offered a chance at calling plays for the defense. So that tells me he's at least considered to be on the field for all three downs and looking at how he finished with the Steelers last year, he was out playing miles, Jack, Devin Bush. She was on the field hundred percent of the snaps. So I want to say the last four or five games were around there. Uh, good enough for the Raiders to give him pretty decent contract. And to think of him as a, a leader, like I said, to come in and call plays, that's, that's asking a lot, especially over a guy you've already got. So to get him that late, he's not going to blow up and give you, you know, an MVP type season or defensive player of the year type season, but he's, he can hit LB two. I could see that. Yeah. And there's value. There's always value in that and getting guys that, you know, are basically free that are going to play damn right. near a hundred percent, a hundred percent of snaps all season. There's value in that always. The biggest sleeper. I think everybody's caught wind of now is the, the Titans. Aziz Alshair. Everybody's in love with him, which I say everybody, I'm I'm around a lot of DGN. So for you <laughs> those of you listening that are not in very deep leagues or around all of us DGNs, uh Aziz Alshair should should blow up pretty big this year. Has Hollywood convinced you to do in season writing or is this just 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 an off season thing? Is there anything you want to shout out? Right now it's just at uh my own discretion. I can write as much or as little as I want about any subject I want. So it's just kind of a, he's giving me free will here just to kind of go and see what it is. I like what I want to do. Um, nice. I'm very appreciative of that. So yeah. Um, in fact, I'm supposed to go record with him here in a couple of nights. 
Sweet. <laughs> sweet it's all sweet. moving fast for me now. Snowballing here. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, that's the way to do it, man. Just ride the wave. As long as it's fun, I'll continue to do yeah. it. Yeah, right. I, I'm not a natural rider. It, it is a struggle for me. But I'm trying to do it in a way that I would look at and get the message and understand it. Because some of these articles I read are like a full essay with numbers. There's so many numbers in some of these things that I don't even know if they apply to football anymore. It's like, hey, you know, this guy on every Thursday night game, he played when the full moon was out and the wind was blowing from the left. He was LB13. You know what I mean? Like, it gets wild out here. (laughs) That's, dude, that's the secret that a lot of people don't understand about this is it is simple that it's not rocket science that did they play a lot yes okay (laughs) you're good yeah Yeah. i appreciate what we're here for though but it's just like uh johnny doing his start sits with his corners and i'm doing start you know their start sits and stuff and whatever you're involved in we're doing the they don't have the time they don't have the passion they want to play the game they want to be involved they're going to be this big the group that comes in, what, mid-August, September, and oh, all of a sudden all this ADP shit changes because there's people that actually know IDP. We, we get all this crap fixed. So right before the season, right in time when, the, when we don't need the ADP to be really good, that's when it's ready and we're playing <laughs> ball. When it's too late and we're all stuck. Yeah. Sean, thank you, sir, for for joining us. I'd like to get you on again sometime. Uh, everybody, make sure that you're following Sean at, at Sean8386. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next time. Have a good week. Hey, happy 4th of July, too. <laughs> <laughs>